0: Hey, Waves listeners, it's Shayna Roth. Every week we're posting a recap of the Sex and the City sequel and Just Like That, exclusively for Slate Plus members. Here's a little bit of what Slate Senior Supervising Producer Daisy Rosario and I had to say about episodes one and two. You know what we're missing is one of those Scenes that we would have constantly, maybe almost every episode in the original series, which is just the women walking down a New York street or walking down a New York sidewalk and they're all dressed up and they're going out or they're just getting from point A to point B and they're all chatting and they're just just them walking through the streets of New York together, I think would go a long way to giving us the feelings that we love about this show and about these characters.
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. I mean, that's and that's part of what I mean, you know, to a degree is like we don't see them kind of living their lives in New York necessarily. They're in random like New York settings. Right. Like I believe that Carrie's podcast was at like World Trade Center one. Otherwise, like the places we see them, even with this fun little scene of Lisa Todd Wexley getting to the Met, you know, we see her kind of, I think, briefly on like Park Avenue crossing the street. But even then, it's like, we don't really get like a New Yorkness to it. And again, I mean a third of the episodes are essentially set in LA with Che and Miranda being out there. Let's dig into the details
0: a little bit more, starting with Daisy, what outfit is doing the most
1: between episodes one and two? Ooh. We have such a a range because in the first one we also are seeing them supposedly getting ready for the Met Ball. I'm gonna give it to Harry. Just because Harry was so excited for the Met Ball, and then you have not a top going. hat, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a top hat? Um, just so silly and cute. I honestly only really remember Carrie's outfit because of what she ends up in, obviously, and Lisa Todd Wexley's because they spend so much time on it. The other women, I don't like their outfits. Didn't pop as much to me, which is actually probably not a good thing for the show in general. <laughs>
0: For me, I have four words. Carrie Bradshaw pigeon purse. Yes. That's it. She walks in in a utility jumpsuit thing. I love it. And I'm like, huh, okay. I kind of dig that. And then you look and she is cradling a pigeon and she opens its wing.
1: <laughs> I love it so much. Perfect. It's so good. I do love that scene where where Charlotte is trying to get the clothes back and we just see Carrie kind of being Carrie. Like she walks in and she's like me with like my ADHD and like a story I really like. Like she's just like, ooh, 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 ooh. And I'm like, there's Carrie. Yes.
0: Yes, we will get to that scene in a minute because that is my favorite scene. Before we talk more about that scene, let's talk about a too woke moment. If you'll remember the original iteration of Carrie's podcast, X, Y, and Me, uh, included a woke moment button Woke moment! So we are going to have a two-woke moment. As I previously mentioned, the show was very much criticized for having next to zero people of color, for focusing so much on heteronormative relationships, but this show has really gone out of its way to try and fix that. In some cases, overcorrecting, which is how we get our weekly two-woke moment. For me, it was episode one, the very beginning of... This season, you have the women being reintroduced and coming out ready for sex. It was like the Avengers (laughs) assembling (laughs) separately. Each one of them opens the door and they're just in their in their sex clothes and they're just like, I'm ready. And then they pose. So they're like they're doing like their little Avengers pose, but it's for sex. And I just don't understand why is Tiny Dancer (laughs) playing during (laughs) this
1: whole (laughs) thing? Me closer,
0: to and it's a fun cover, but to me, the words of that song are not going to match, you know, women empowerment getting some, which was just like the whole thing of how we were starting the show. It's like, did you think there wasn't enough sex in this city? There right. is. These women no. are
1: going to get some. And I'm like, Let's all calm down. That's how it played out in my mind. In my mind, I was watching it, but what I was hearing in my brain was, this is Sex and the City, Sex Edition. We may have gotten rid of the HBO and are now just Max, but we'll never leave the HBO behind. (laughs) Um, My two-up moment, uh, it's not even like a moment. It's more like a, a, a sense of dread. So in the second episode, we do have... Lisa Todd Wexley's husband and their two daughters are trying to get a taxi outside of what you know looks like their Upper East Side apartment. And the taxis are passing him by because even though I keep saying George Washington, let's not forget, (laughs) I'm calling him George Washington because I Hamilton. So he's black. (laughs) And so the taxis are not stopping for him. And it's not that this is like too woke of a moment as much as I'm just like, I don't know that this is the show that I want talking about these issues, even though I know that the, it's not like the writer's room is all white or anything. Um, I do want to acknowledge that. But I was like, oh, gosh, here comes not even Sex in the City, but and just like that, talking about this. I don't, I don't know. This isn't like you. <laughs> and in front of Gabby.
0: I did it because she was standing right there. To look at her tiny little face Confused because her daddy couldn't manage to get a taxi cab? I'd never thought I'd say these words, but your mother is right. (laughs) We know the rules. When we go off, they win, so you have to keep it in check. Because if you pound on the wrong car and they take you away, she's going to find a way to blame me.
1: I don't know that I want to... And it's clearly about, like, respectability politics and his mother kind of, you know, wanting things presented a certain way and all of that stuff. And there's an issue with the granddaughter's natural hair before the grandmother gets there. And, like, it's not even that I disliked it. I just was like, I don't know if this is the place that I want to see handle this. So, yeah,
0: that. (laughs) I'm very curious in the upcoming episodes, which we have not seen yet, how this is going to play out is this going to be a continuing thing and if that's the case like i don't want her whole story arc to be focused on on this where it feels like you said just is this is this the right thing for for this show
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, there's like a moment in the first episode where Lisa Todd Wexley, who I can only apparently call by her full name, and Charlotte are, you know, having their Met outfits fitted. And they are talking about their husbands and these various things. And Anthony Marantino, um, the character that is Charlotte's friend, who we know from the original series as well, played by Mario Cantone, is there. And he's like, oh, I love your podcast, Rich Women Problems, or something like that. And it's actually like a funny little moment. But then... Yeah. Like in the next episode, it goes to this. And that's I mean, that's the thing. Like these issues like race, all this stuff. I mean, it can happen to anybody from any level of background. But I just I I mean it more from the perspective of like as a fan of this show no longer feels like the show is like really tethered to reality. I don't know that I need them to go there.
0: So, as you've probably been able to tell, we've both had some criticisms and some hard times with these first two
1: episodes, but there was definitely some stuff that we liked. Daisy, what was your favorite scene? I think my favorite scene is less—it's less a full scene and more just, like, a moment. I really do love the shots of Lisa Todd Wexley, like, walking around New York, and I think— I would. It wouldn't even have stuck with me as much if New York had, was still a bigger character in the show the way it was in the original series. But even though it wasn't one of the main characters, uh, it gave me a little bit of something I missed from the original series.
0: Yeah. When her train is like up in the wind. Billowing. like just And it's just up her space. in the street. Yes. Stunning. Love Stunning. it.
1: Stunning. Gorgeous shot.
0: If you want to hear the whole conversation and get all the weekly episodes of our And Just Like That recap, head on over to slate.com slash the waves plus to become a slate plus member today slate.com slash the waves plus.